to be fair, I always wanted to be a game developer or game designer. Creating 3D experience in the web, 3GS updates so often that it's really complicated to keep up with it. I fell in love with the concept of using declarative uh, components to uh, create the scenes and say, I want this for you. Like Okay, welcome everyone to another episode of Coffee with Developers today with Alvaro Saburido. He is a DevRel engineer at Storyblock and the creator of Tres.js. Welcome, Alvaro. Thank you very much. Uh, thank you for having me today. I'm pretty excited to uh, yeah, talk about uh, my new role in Storyblock and some things about Tres.js. Yes, cool. So... Uh, first, uh, tell us then about uh, your newly appointed uh, DevRel engineer at Storyblock. What do you do as a DevRel engineer there? How is your daily work? So it has been a really interesting month because it's the first time I'm being a DevRel. Uh, so I'm in the solutions team. Uh, the DevRel is very big and we uh, try to cover so, uh, several stuff, but I'm more focused on demos with clients. So a uh, client can come and say, hey, I would like to see if we can use the starter block. And I show them the product itself, the features, and how they can uh, solve their problems, basically. Mm -hmm. OK, yeah, that's pretty cool. That's, uh, yeah, DevRel work in, uh, in an, is it uh, open source uh, starter block? So the core itself is not uh, open source, but uh, I'm working currently in the SDK. So uh, Storyblock has uh, wide like uh, options in SDKs that are all open source. So all the technologies like Vue, React, Svelte, uh, Astro, um, you have those nice. libraries that you can also contribute. Um, a part of doing the demos, I'm uh, also supporting the SDKs. So currently I'm working with Alba Silvente on oh. uh, the Nox and Vue as the case. Oh, nice. That's certainly interesting. But uh, talking about open source, Alvaro, you are the creator of an open source uh, library called Tres.js. Can you tell us a little bit what is Tres.js doing and how can people use it? Yes, um, it's probably the biggest or the one that has more like uh, hype uh, that I have worked on. Um, it's not my first library, but it, it is the one that I'm more excited of. So 3CS is basically, it's a way of creating 3D experience in the web using 3GS as view components. So you can uh, create the scenes declaratively by using components. So let's say you have uh, a canvas to introduce a little bit the, the audience to what a 3D scene is. It's just basically a canvas element, a DOM element, that you uh, code uh, the scene with the objects that you want to have inside and a camera, the lights, etc. And then you render it into that canvas uh, element, okay? okay? So in Tressy, as you can use uh, components like view components to say tres canvas and then inside a tres perspective camera, then a tres a scene and inside a scene a tres mesh with a box with this material. 
and those kind of things. So instead of doing everything in JavaScript with plain 3GS, you can do it as view components and you can reuse them, which is something that is awesome. You can create a component, call it, I don't know, shoe, and then you can reuse it in several places. Oh, nice. That sounds very uh, like challenging, mostly because I don't know anything about uh, 3D. Uh, how did you get into 3D, by the way? Um, so 3D started like one and a half or two years ago because, um, to be fair, I always wanted to be a game developer or game designer, right? But life uh, drove me into telecommunications engineer, so I abandoned that uh, dream for a while. Then I became passionate about front-end development because I'm, it was my way of mixing creativity with coding. And eventually I saw this 3GS library, which is um, like a wrapper on top of WebGL to create uh, stuff in 3D and say, oh, well, someday I will try. But I always thought that it was for people that is really intelligent and really like um, gifted, right? Um, and then I try a Bruno Simon course. Uh, it's an amazing course that is called 3GS Journey. And I started learning and I thought that it's not that difficult, actually. The 3GS does a lot of work for you. And I started creating the scenes and then become more interested in actually creating objects or modeling characters and so on. So I learned nice. Blender and I mixed them together. So nowadays I export my models uh, and everything from Blender and I put them on, on 3GS and create this, like crazy scenes and so on. Wow, that's uh, that's a super interesting way to like sort of go back to the passion you had uh, there and like use it in in web in your new uh, in your new passion. So you can combine those things. That's always nice. What well, and... happened in, in the view community though is that uh, in that time I was looking for something to do it in view, right? Because yeah. I'm, I'm mostly using view. I uh, I use React sometimes, but um, mostly I code in view. And I, I found a library called Toy.js, which is was basically mm -hmm. a wrapper around 3GS. But 3GS updates so often that it's really complicated to keep up with it. So I guess that's why um, it was like really hype in the moment, and then it became unmaintained. Then I saw like uh, one for React that is called React Tree Fiber. Uh, which is basically the same concept, but using a custom render API from React and a reconciliation mm -hmm. layer. So I started using that for creating 3D scene, and I fell in love with the concept mm -hmm. of using declarative uh, components to uh, create the mm -hmm. scenes and say, I want this for Vue. Like, I, I, we need to have this in, in the Vue community. I started investigating, and there was a library called LaunchBox.js, which is using a custom render. But the problem was that um, you needed to create two different view instances to make it work because there was a reconciliation layer on view yet, something that the, the community is working on. So you needed to create two different apps and mix them together to oh, make yeah. it work. I see. I didn't really like that. So that's why I thought in December last year, like I'm going to try something with our custom render like using the vnodes directly. Mm -hmm. And most important, the most important thing is that uh, getting a catalog of objects from the Tres instance. So I import mm -hmm. the, the latest three uh, instance 
and then I generate all the components based on that instance. So there is like zero to none um, maintenance every time there is a new release, for example. Yeah, I just wanted to say, so you just grab, you read that out from the library uh, 3.js, and then you're, you just generate the components and you're good to go. So that's pretty neat. And uh, how long have you been working on this? Because I've seen the project grow and grow. I think you were at version 1.7 or 1.8 already. Yes, correct. So we have uh, at the moment two packages, the core one, mm -hmm. which is called like Tres and, so, uh, and that's it. And that was created last December. So I have like a month of vacation because uh, I accumulated too much uh, extra days in my past company. So I start doing it, doing a POC, which was the version zero in my own account. And then I figured out that it was actually working. <laughs> and uh, that if you wanted to create a scene or like a camera, you can use the same name with the prefix stress and it was working. So when the POCs nice. uh, um, ended, I just started like sharing it on, on Twitter. And a lot of people start being interested on, on the project and wanted to contribute. So that's when I freak out a little bit because um, <laughs> I'm not used to create open source library, like for example, Postva or like others in the community. Mm -hmm. So I, I actually asked Patak uh, from Vid, yeah. uh, if he can give me some advice and he did give me a lot of good advices on how to get people into contributing to the project so we start uh, right now we have a closed repository it's not open source yet it's gonna be um, because we are trying to polish it to a way that everyone can uh, contribute to it and can code mm -hmm. because it's not necessarily easy to code uh, 3GS and view related code like mm -hmm. really a specific uh, code. But I'm happy because we have a lot of contributors right now uh, and they are creating a lot of cool stuff that we are going to release soon. So that has been like really, really, really cool to have a community around. Wow, I have a few follow-up questions about what you just said. Uh, one is you said you you uh, you asked Patak for some advice. Uh, what are, for example, some uh, some hints he gave you that uh, that worked out well for you? Um, so I, I was wondering in the beginning, like how to get people interested in something that I'm passionate right now, right? So I'm, I got into this project because I'm passionate about 3D and creating uh, an open source project and so on. So um, my difficulty was how to transmit it, right? <laughs> and he told me like, if you have a, a great approach or like a great product or open source mm -hmm. project, right? Uh, people will get interested, but you need to show it off. You need to show mm -hmm. it everywhere, right? So, uh, like experiments, things that you're doing. And that will start conversations with people and start getting people like interested on the brain because you need to show the value that you're adding to the community, mm -hmm. right? And then one advice was don't make it public yet because uh, that will give a little bit of like mystery to it, <laughs> right? And that will work, work really well because... Um, in ensures that we don't pull it something that will break. Mm -hmm. In that time, yeah. it was not as stable. And then that the people that get inside are, are getting like a, a small family kind of thing. So we created mm -hmm. a Discord 
uh, with the people that wanted to contribute and we start talking there and everything grow organically. So we are preparing now to open to everyone so they can contribute and help us in, in the project. And that was a really good advice that maintain it closely for, for a while to avoid having a bunch of issues, a bunch of noise yeah. and actually made it uh, stable enough so then people can enjoy it and use it. Nice. That's what they also did with uh, with VTest, right? They had it uh, closed at the, at the beginning, and and then gave. I think they gave uh, access to uh, sponsors, and I think mm -hmm. now it's completely open source. Okay, I missed pretty... the part of the sponsors, but at that time I <laughs> was thinking like, who who would like to sponsor this? And now I'm realizing that um, I got some code contact about actually sponsored to use it in in real products and that's when i freak out a little bit it's like okay this is getting big <laughs> but th that's amazing you create something and you and you find out like oh the, i'm not the only one that likes this but that's usually the thing right so uh, whatever you create you, you create it first and foremost for yourself and but mm -hmm. you, you're not the, you can't be the only person that likes what you do so they're like we are not all that that different like there has to be other people that like it you just have to find them right and uh you you have you're growing your i saw your, your social media presence which certainly helps with this which which is great yeah no, twitter has helped me a lot for that and also like uh, mastodon i share uh, there as well it's difficult to share in between the, the both of them like doing cross posting but um i got a lot of people interested and also in UGS Amsterdam i was surprised that people not only recognize me from my story blog relation and my content but actually like you are the 3GS author and i was like okay um how this did happen <laughs> So it's, it's impressive how things can grow. And I'm really happy that people are really like eager to help um, and eager to contribute. Like right now, there are people contributing in the documentations to translate it to several uh, languages, which is like awesome um, for a Nox module that we're drafting. So the idea will be to nice. have a, like an, uh, an, a Nox module for it. And a lot of abstractions in Cientos because I mentioned in the beginning there was uh, one package, right? But mm -hmm. my idea was that there was a second package called Cientos. Uh, it's a bad joke. It's tres Cientos is like 300. And the idea is that it expands the core. So you can mm -hmm. do a lot of cool stuff in, from the core. Abstractions for, I don't know, orbit cameras or accumulative shadows, all the fancy stuff that you see in real 3GS products. And we, we can do it there. And that's the community uh, part. Like everyone could create their own abstraction or package to join it here, post-processing packages, so on. So we work a lot to have this API or like this core API that can be extended. That was mm -hmm. one of the most difficult parts. But the people is contributing a lot in the in the Cientos package right now. Oh, nice. I'm certainly... Uh... Happy for you that this is going so well and also impressed, I must say, Alvaro. Um, and I agree with the community that everyone is like likes to help, especially uh, the developer community, view community is so open and so friendly. Uh, it's 
it's sometimes uh, really nice to see that the, that the community gets together and helps uh, with, with the projects. That was one of the things that made me fell in love with open source because I just started in open source like creating small fixes and mm -hmm. mostly documentation. So for people that uh, that ask me like how can I start in open source, I think it's a really good way to start like small because it's overwhelming the knowledge that you need to get in order to understand code source, especially if it's not your code source, right? Yeah. So I instead of overwhelming, I tried to start small and start with uh, documentation maybe. So I have it in documentation for Nox, the previous version in, in Spanish. That's where I met Debbie and, and Alba. Mm -hmm. And then you start doing more things and more things contributing to projects that you like and that you find a bug and you know how to solve it, you can help them, right? And that became like super interesting to me being able to help others in their projects. And then I met the Vue community and the Vue community was so cool and well, is so cool and so welcoming. And I met people like uh, Daniel uh, Roy from Nux that actually sit down and help me out with some project on my own and I say like, people doesn't do this kind of thing, but they do in the Vue community. And I wanted to get that back to the community as well, be that kind of person. So um, it's awesome how you post something in, in, in Twitter and then everyone is eager to help you. That's certainly amazing, uh, Alvaro. Uh, can you tell us now about some lessons that you learned uh, while developing uh, Tres.js? Well, a lot of lessons. Like <laughs> I learned so much in this project that I can tell you two years working on a company before. So for me... One of the most important things is try to figure out and uh, practice in a solo environment and solo repo how to do a proper CI/CD in terms of release management. Right now, I'm doing all the release management manually because I can't figure out a way of automating a mono repo with several packages. So I have been asking like Anfu and a lot of people from the open source community, which is the best way of doing it. I still struggle with it. <laughs> <laughs> so it's really important that you get to know Git way better before you start and also how to create releases and uh, create release notes, uh, change logs, giving uh, information on how the project has been evolving. I actually mm -hmm. needed to create that repo again because it was completely destroyed. Like I destroyed <laughs> the way it was working. Uh, so I really recommend people that um, when you're starting, try to do some uh, small repositories as a test and test the CI/CD, test everything there, the release management, and then start your project and not testing it in the project itself because it can get really bad. Another lesson learned, um, it don't, don't be shy to ask uh, or like, because a lot of people will try to not to ask in Twitter, for example, or other people that have the experience because they are shy or they're like, um, they're gonna think that I'm not a good maintainer. And that's totally not true um, because everyone went from that. And there is not that much documentation out there on how to create a module or how to create a library, or, you know? <laughs> so um, don't be shy of asking people that know um, and they're probably be more than happy to help you. Okay, that's awesome advice. Thank you, Alvaro. 
And uh, what can you advise someone that maybe doesn't want to create their own library yet, but first steps to get into uh, open source? What worked for me um, to start in open source was to start small and try, because it's really overwhelming when you get into a, a project that is not your uh, source code, uh, that you don't understand anything. So how can I help there if I don't understand, right? So I started doing uh, small fixes or even documentation, helping with the documentation. And then I learned more about the projects and how to solve certain things. So I started to get more involved in several projects that I was interested in. And it's important for the, uh, for the authors of library because we're mostly doing this in our free time. So every, any help that you can provide them is well accepted, believe me. So don't hesitate to help uh, author the, of a library that you like because uh, it's going to be awesome for both, to be honest. Okay, awesome. Well, this entire topic of open source library creation, 3SJS, is awesome. And we would certainly like to hear about this at our World Congress, Alvaro, in July. Uh, do you think you can make it uh, there and people can come and see you live? I actually apply uh, this same, like, uh, to do the three years uh, talk. So is there? <laughs> yes. So I think there is a, a very high possibility because I think it's a, it's a project that people or talk that people can really uh, take a lot away from And yeah, so I suppose, Alvaro, I see you in uh, Berlin in July. And uh, to all the listeners and viewers of this, uh, thanks for tuning in. And Alvaro, see you around. Thank you. Yeah, thanks for having me and ciao, ciao. <laughs>